everybody, welcome to Vibe Check. My name is Shreya. And my name is Adia, and we're two girls from the suburbs of Chicago bringing you information on current events through the eyes of teenagers. So on today's episode, we wanted to talk about something that we feel is very important to us and is an extremely serious topic, the heightened racism towards Asian Americans ever since the outbreak of coronavirus. So welcome to episode two of Vibe Check, hashtag racism is a virus. Right now, Chinese Americans and other Asian Americans are living in fear all over our country. Unfortunately, this fear is heavily based in racism. The percent of people with a quote-unquote unfavorable view on Asian Americans has gone up 6% since December of 2019 when the whole coronavirus outbreak started. There have been many incidents spread out throughout the United States, and there have been about 100 per day. A young Chinese-American girl was pushed off of her bike at a park by other kids, so bullying and racism has also gone up a lot in schools. In Texas, a man stabbed and killed an Asian father and his two children, and in New York City, a 13-year-old boy spat at a 15-year-old Asian man, and three days later, the same boy attacked the same man in a similar incident. Incidents like this can be scarring and stick with somebody for their entire lives. In addition, Chinese businesses and restaurants have seen an 80% drop in customers and revenue, resulting in high unemployment rates for Chinese Americans, and many of them are going out of business. In addition, to make matters worse, many healthcare and unemployment benefits don't reach minorities like Asian Americans. There are some noticeable patterns in these incidents. Most of the people targeted are women. According to AAPI, women are harassed 2.3 times more than men in these situations. Children are also more verbally attacked than adults. And ever since the shelter in place order has been in place in many states, these incidents occur in retail stores and in pharmacies places where people can still be. Former Democratic contender Andrew Yang urged Chinese Americans to wear red, white, and blue to show their support for the United States to help combat the virus. Many Asian Americans are also wearing GoPros to catch incidents and record any encounters that they may have. In the last two months, Asian Americans have been lining up outside of gun stores and purchasing firearms. In a school in California, an Asian boy was told to go to the nurse's office after he coughed. He coughed after choking on a sip of water, so when he brought it up to the school, he was just told to let it go and move on. The FBI has also issued a warning for Asian Americans about a potential surge in violence and hate crimes against them. It's crazy that people have to do all of this stuff just to prove their loyalty to their country, where people who aren't part of their minority wouldn't have to do this kind of stuff. This also isn't the first time Chinese Americans have been attacked as a result of a plague or a pandemic in the United States. In the late 1800s, as the bubonic plague spread throughout San Francisco, Chinese residents were often used as medical scapegoats or guinea pigs to test different vaccines and treatments. When When smallpox erupted in the 1870s, Chinese immigrants living in Chinatown in San Francisco were blamed because of Chinatown's foul and unfavorable smell. All the Chinese homes in the city were fumigated despite there being no correlation to the disease. However, the blame was still put on Chinese Americans. Then again, in 1900, there was a sudden outbreak of the bubonic plague in San Francisco. Despite only one of the cases showing up in Chinatown, San Francisco tried to quarantine the Chinese residents of the city. There was even a proposition to put all the Chinese Americans in detention camps. However, this was later rejected in court. Everybody knows about the internment camps that Japanese Americans were forced into during World War II. In addition, there have been many laws passed in the 18 and 1900s that limited immigration from Asia all due to racism. Nowadays, Asians are often 
presented as the model minority with the perfect test scores, the perfect lives, the perfect grades. And this can be super toxic to young Asian Americans in our generation. In a press briefing, President Donald Trump was asked by a reporter why he calls it the Chinese virus. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes say from it's China. Racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. These incidents have gone up since this briefing has aired. Officials, so people with actual authority, are also calling the virus the Kung Flu or the Wu Flu. Having the leader of the free world be openly racist and calling the coronavirus the Chinese virus does nothing but promote and provoke xenophobia. It's also not legal for our president to be calling it the Chinese virus. According to the World Health Organization, it is not legal to have the name of a geographic place or location in the name of a virus. Now, some people come at this by saying, oh, what about the Spanish flu? It's called the Spanish flu, but let's talk about the history behind that. Okay, so this is called the Spanish flu because during World War I, Spain was kind of one of the only countries that wasn't involved, so that's when the flu occurred. So Spain was one of the only countries that could actually report on it, making many people think that Spain was ground zero for the flu. And so, unfortunately, the name right. stuck. One thing we would like to emphasize is that although President Trump is saying this, this is not a political thing as it hate is going up and increasing in both parties. Another thing that happened is President Trump issued an immigration ban. Now we all know the president is super strict on immigration policies. We've seen this through our heightened security at our southern border, as well as the travel ban he enacted against Middle Eastern countries when he first became president. So now we're thinking, was this actually, this new immigration ban, was this actually because of the virus or because of something he's been wanting to do for a while and the virus is a good excuse? We don't know. Speaking of Middle Eastern countries, the effects that many Asian Americans are seeing due to coronavirus is similar to many of the hate crimes that Muslim Americans face after 9-11. After 9-11, hate crimes against Muslim Americans spiked, and while they have come down, they haven't reached what they used to be before 9-11 occurred. Could the same thing happen to Asian Americans? Will we see these hate crimes go down once the worst of the outbreak is over, but never go back to what they used to be pre-outbreak? In addition, another question that is shaking our generation is, could coronavirus define our generation? The boomers had the Vietnam and Cold Wars, the millennials had 9-11, and could, gen could coronavirus be Gen Z's generation rocking moment? However, there's still a lot of good left in this world. A Facebook group in San Francisco gets volunteers to patrol Chinatown in case any hate crimes happen there. And in New York City, another Facebook group pairs people with Asian Americans who are afraid to venture out alone. The Asian Pacific Policy and Planning Council, or A3PCON's website, reports hate crimes against Asian Americans on their website. If you've witnessed an incident or were a part of one, don't be afraid to fill out a form on their website to report it. It can be anonymous and be filled out in 12 different languages. During this time, we have to remember to be considerate of all cultures. The beginnings of coronavirus were traced back to a wet market in China where people buy groceries. So there's been an uproar of people making fun of the foods that Chinese people eat. What people need to realize is that this is part of their culture and what may be normal food to you may not be normal to them. For example, in the Hindu culture, you're not supposed to consume beef because cow is, the cow is seen as a sacred animal. However, in America, most Americans consume beef. 
When people see something exotic or unfamiliar, they write it off right away, which is why a lot of people right now are being extremely racist because of the foods that Chinese people consume. People need to realize that everything is different from culture to culture, and what may, not, what may be normal in yours may not be normal in someone else's. When we start taking all this into account, the world will be a better place as a whole. You should continue to support local Chinese businesses, and if you see racism online or in your community, speak up to stop it. We know this was a shorter one, but that's all we have to share for this episode. We have new episodes every other Sunday, and we're now on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening.